0: This is The Rich Eisen Show.
1: With guest host, Andrew Siciliano. The kick is... <laughs> no good! Live from The Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Back to
2: throw is hurt. Throws left, it's intercepted!
1: What the hell just happened? I want to apologize to the good people of the UK for waking up half their country. Today's guests. Two-time Super Bowl champion and host of The Greenlight Podcast, Chris Long. Pro Football Hall of Famer, Emmett Smith. And
2: now, sitting in for Rich, it's Andra Siciliano.
0: Hey there, that's me. Hi there. How we doing, everybody? I hope you're doing well. Hey there, there. Hello. Hello. Uh, yes, I have a voice. I did not expect to have a voice today, but I'm happy to be back here. Planes, trains, and automobiles to be back in the chair for one last day for Rich, who is back Tomorrow, I believe he is somewhere at 37,000 feet in the air right now, I believe. Yes, right? Oh, yeah. Coming back from London after calling the Baltimore Ravens beating the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry yesterday at Tottenham Hotspur Spur Stadium. Rich is back in the chair uh, right here in the studio that he built coming up tomorrow. Chris Brockman, hey. Mike Del Tufo, up, TJ Jefferson. Happy Monday to each and every one of you. What's going on? Everyone good? Good weekends? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Sounds enthusiastic with that answer. Thank you, <laughs> TJ. Okay, great. I had
3: a great weekend,
0: Andrew. Okay. Thank so, you, thank Del you. Tufo. Rocking you, Mike. okay?
3: Uh, let's see, I got knocked out of Survivor Pool uh, other than that, because I picked the Eagles the Patriots lost, which I'm actually kind of happy about, better draft pick (laughs) Uh, what else? (laughs) I'm good, man.
4: Okay, good. you know what? (laughs) My my weekend can't be determined until after the varsity game
0: tonight we'll see how Dallas uh, does. Here we go How about a guy that, you know, (laughs) played for both the Eagles and the Patriots and won a Super Bowl with both of them. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion he is an amazing podcaster as well. He's a podcast entrepreneur yeah and a business owner as well the green light podcast the great chris long joins us on the rich eyes
5: and show what's going on man small business small business owner
0: <laughs> yeah small business
5: owner but like with with eyes on like yeah. capturing i don't, the I don't know anymore podcast world i don't know anymore who wants to do that i mean like success is pat mcafee the guy does not stop working you know it, it's funny
0: you say that um I was, I was on the road this weekend, and uh, Friday I was at Purdue. We did Ohio State-Purdue uh, Saturday on Peacock. Yeah. And we're sitting there after talking to the Purdue coaches, and um, Pat came They were at Washington, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for that one. And mm-hmm. he's doing the show Friday afternoon, and someone in our crew, Kyle Rudolph actually, um, looked up, and, and we both just said, man, like what a schedule like good yeah. god like uh-huh. it's this show and that show and then game day and by the way it's great to be working and great to be making that money no one's complaining no good for pat i'm um, just a little lazy yeah maybe but but then it's like hey life. do the alternate feed during the game and then do yeah. your own show on monday yeah and then yeah. Or, hey work Hats off the work man
5: hats off to my dude yes. pat because that's what success looks like small business though right now it's good to see you andrew
0: likewise man good to see you as well thanks for making time even with all your stuff you're doing here on a monday what'd you think of that jets eagles game yesterday
5: uh well i thought like you know the two undefeateds went down right yeah. uh i'm not worried about either team not any more than i was going in you know like i think The Eagles have been working through things offensively. Lane Johnson injury would be the biggest worry for me. Like, if you came out of this game and said, hey, you lost, but you're getting Lane back soon, uh, great. Now, if if you're not getting Lane back soon, that's a bigger problem than anything that happened on the field. Uh, And it's a bigger problem than anything in the secondary. Uh, You know, secondary has been an issue. I thought those Jets guys, though, stepped up in the back end really well. And I think the biggest thing for me was waking up this morning and reading – and listening to people like Jalen Hurts comes up short, Jalen Hurts played bad, this, that, and the third. I'm going to be as honest as I can. I don't think Jalen Hurts played bad until that last pick. Uh, I don't know if that's a shock to anybody watching or listening. I don't know what game you were watching. Uh, the two picks that were thrown before were not on him. You know, Dallas Goddard got the ball taken off him by Jermaine Johnson, and, uh, and that's an interception that way, and Jermaine Johnson again making a big play beating Lane's replacement, getting a hand on, on Jalen's arm, and the ball flutters up in the air. I thought, without the run game going, playing a little bit left-handed, if you just don't have the drops, if you don't have the turnovers, this game's 24-6, 24-9, late, and it would have been a tougher script for for the Jets to 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 follow. Having said that, this is the NFL. You make mistakes, mm-hmm. teams like this beat you, and – I got to tip my cap to Robert Sala and to Zach Wilson. I thought Zach Wilson played a really good game relative to my expectation, uh, even with the secondary back there. The throw he made to Garrett Wilson backed up was like a legitimate wild throw, uh, and he avoided the the bad wild throws. I, I think for the Eagles, um, you got to get healthy and you got to put teams away. You know, you looked at San Francisco in the same vein, not to bleed into another uh, you know um, uh, you know undefeated loss, but you know, they had chances chance to put that game away. When you're playing a team on the road that you don't think is as good as you, and you got Brandon Ayuk, and it's third and 13, the ball hits him in the hands, you got to make that play. Uh, if you got McCaffrey out of the backfield, and you got a chance to go up a couple scores, you got to do that. If you're the Eagles and you come out of the half and, you know, you turn the ball over before the half, you drop a pass on the plus territory side of things, you end up third and 23, you're going to lose that game. You leave these teams hanging around, you're gonna lose these games. So the Eagles did not play well enough to win. I'm not more worried about them than I was, you know, coming into Sunday. And Jalen Hurts, I thought, played fine until that last screw-up, which was monumental. It reminded me of Lamar's screw-up a week ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you play good the whole game and then, you know, you throw that pick in the end zone. My biggest issue is being aggressive in that situation on third and eight. You know? There's a lot
0: to unpack there with Philly. I, I, and I agree with you on Jalen Hurts. I, I also think there's kind of like, and you played there, you know how this happens, and I told you so. Because yeah. even through the the undefeated five and zero here, there is there a lot of noise from the Philadelphia fans. Well, they're not they're not as good as they were last year. They're not, and, and Brian Johnson's not the same play caller as Shane Steichen. He's and not even running the ball, and Jalen's not the same. And like guys, you're five and zero. <laughs> like like yeah. it's a week to week league. Anybody can beat anybody and be five and zero and be happy about it. Now they get a chance to reset, and I'm with you. The Lane Johnson thing is absolutely huge. I was at the Browns game, Browns Niners. I did Browns radio yesterday um, without Debo. Don't know how long or what his deal is without McCaffrey. Same thing. It was an oblique. I don't know if they saw it on the Fox broadcast, but he at one point, he had the massage gun working on that side there. And then he came back in and then he tapped back out again. Um, All the Brock Purdy doubters. And yesterday he faced an amazing defense. They've given up a thousand yards in five games, which is absurd. Um, Insane. Insane. A great defense had a day. But now those who want to doubt Brock Purdy, I'm not one of them. We'll be able to see whether or not they have a leg to stand on. I, I I don't think they will. I think Purdy will be just fine. But you take away some of these weapons, Chris. They were the only team of the NFL not to have an uh, not a not a Pro Bowler, but an All Pro at wide receiver, tight end, and at running back.
5: Now they only have one right now at tight end. Yeah. So I think you know, like like any quarterback, you're the beneficiary of the context around you, sure. or you're or you're gonna struggle because things are not set up all well around you. Like, there's very few quarterbacks in the league. I think there's just one that can win in any weather, and I mean that, like you know, with Rasheed Rice out there with with who knows, you know, like Patrick Mahomes can get it done, but most guys need some sort of um, structure and. This kid's used to having a lot of structure. I also think he's like – and, you know, I hate doing this because people will argue with you no matter – I've tried to compliment Brock Purdy, and people have gotten mad at me when I, I say he's it. a fringe, fringe top 10 guy. Like, I'm I'm saying, like, hey, you could be 8, you could be 12. I don't do the rankings things. But he's not in that, like, top 4 to 5 for me. But he's somewhere in that, in that second tier of guys, and they're not growing them on trees. So this is not – a slight, I think he's a really good player. And the thing I like about him is he makes plays off schedule. He can exist in the, in the confines of the offense and be a point guard, but he can go score too. you know, a point guard who can distribute the ball and create. And I thought yesterday was his worst game as a pro. Okay. Not a huge shock, but if you take advantage of those opportunities, um, you know, the, the missed kicks, you know, after the Fred Warner pick, you miss a kick. You Know we talked about missing Debo or not Debo. We talked about bless Iyuk. you, my producers are having a, a sneezing fest back <laughs> here, but um, <laughs> I small think business I, owner, man, that, that's yeah, what you gotta I, go for. exactly. Everybody's sneezing, it's like tough. Uh, but but missing uh, Iyuk, missing McCaffrey, uh, those are your opportunities, and then the game gets tight and the weather changes. I'm not making excuses for the kid. That's a really good defense. They manned him up. They said, hey, Jim came out of the half and said, you know, hey, wet ball. The wind's blowing a little bit. You can see it on Wisnowski's little sleeves. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was not an ideal situation. So in the same vein, I don't want to be overreactive. Now, Brock is entitled to one of these, like every other quarterback, you know. Uh, but he's going to have to win some of these, Right uh to prove that he's in that elite category. And this is what you're expected to do. Uh in you can't always be Christian's healthy. You gotta learn to to win without him. Cause if history tells you anything, he's gonna be down for a game or two. And Debo plays physical. He's not always going to be out there. Um you have to figure out how to win left-handed sometimes. And I thought something that really hurt them was Dra Greenlaw's absence. Yeah. There were multiple plays down the stretch of that game that I think Dre Gre- Greenlaw makes, like the fourth and four. Uh, the pick in the end zone which I think you know like maybe um, or the free runner sack that Burke Burks had I mean the, these are all little things that when you're not 100% healthy the the next man up has to win and for Brock Purdy I only saw him struggle once last year I think it was Seattle prime time on the road and they were the better team you know they 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 outlasted them but I haven't seen a hiccup like that since uh, Seattle, and he's entitled to it. I think they'll be fine, but they got to stay healthy.
0: Yeah, 49ers get the Vikings coming up. Uh, you, you played in that defense. Uh, you, yeah. you know this defense. The, the stat that blew me away, and I saw it on Friday, and I, I didn't know what to make of it because some of these numbers here, you're like including when, when Jim Schwartz was a consultant with the Titans. But right. the, the numbers stand out. In games in which Schwartz has been a head coach or a coordinator or, or throwing one as a consultant, his defenses are 8-1 and one against Kyle Shanahan. Wild. Wild.
5: You you played in that defense. Why? Why, why? why do you think that's the case? If I had to guess, I mean, you talk about West Coast system, you talk about zone scheme, you talk about, like, guys getting on your edges, a penetration kills zone. Um, that would be my only uneducated guess. I mean, um, you talk about Jim Schwartz's defense to to and I'm a pass rusher, but like to the point where I was like, Jim, I don't have to play my keys. Like, like I'm just wait, like you want me to just run? Uh that's how they do that's how they do things. They want you to attack, they want you four yards up the field. And I think with that defensive front, it's like the perfect storm for his type of defense. Um they're they're pretty simple, you know. Um it's it's about the guys up front winning and the back end guys covering and you know in 17 we had that group this back ends better um especially outside right so you've got the guys that can man up like they did in the second half and then you've got a really good defensive line again uh we didn't have miles garrett but we had a fletcher cox and um you know you could compare depth from there but this group is probably just as good um they're going to be a tough out and i think it's it's for cleveland it's um it's like it justifies everything because, you know, the Browns haven't beaten a team undefeated this far into the season. I think we looked it up since the 60s. Yep. Um, like P.J. Walker did it. All those freaking taped quarterback names on the back of your your, your jerseys with all those <laughs> names. P.J. Walker authored the biggest win of regular season's Brown history, Brown's history, if you've been alive, you know, 50 years or whatever. That's crazy. And it's all about the defense. It's just like you should come out yesterday and say, if you're a Browns fan, we can do anything. Um, but that was a perfect storm.
0: Yeah, and did it without Jack Conklin, who's obviously out for the year without Joel Batonio, without Nick Chubb, and without Deshaun Watson. And with P.J. Walker throwing two picks, and he should have thrown a third there on second down when they got to the red zone after a for 22 yard run, it's like, I don't know, A, I don't know why you're throwing, but if you are, at that point, when you're running right and, and you see triple coverage, just just run and slide and keep the clock just going. Slide. And he, and, he and knew that too, and he said afterwards, like immediately, like that was absolutely all on me,
5: but it almost cost him the game. It um, did, it did. And I just want to say this, I want to shout out that right tackle, uh, DeJuan, DeJuan Jones, Jones, the kid from Ohio State. He has been, I mean, like, you know, you don't want anybody getting hurt, but it's almost like... They found their guy. Um, he's been great.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Talking to Chris Long, a couple more minutes here. Chris, thanks for your time, of course, with the Green Light Podcast. Um, you also played and won a Super Bowl with the Patriots and Bill Belichick. Um, we did the math now. He is eight away from the all-time loss record in the regular season, which is a, a Jeff Fisher, Dan Reeves record. Um, that that's not in any way to take away from Bill Belichick's greatness, but, but having been in that building and having, or Jeff Fisher's or Jeff Fisher, you've been in that building as well.
5: Um, how do you think this ends? Man, if I knew I'd go to Vegas, but, uh, (laughs) it's hard to know. It's like kind of depends on, it's just, it's Bill and Robert. And you know, like, well, I think a lot of people, you glean things or you know like i was there a year shoot i'm not the insider that you know and pats fans will tell you you were just just there for a year so what do you know and it's true i don't know much but i think it could end with bill coaching somewhere else at some point like why not like the guy loves ball uh i don't see him like building wooden ships in his in his free time (laughs) and playing with his dogs like like going to annapolis and becoming a shipbuilder yeah, like yeah. I don't think he's going to be doing those model model uh tall ships his whole life, and you know, like I know he likes lacrosse, but you go to a couple of these games, you're like, ah, oh, uh, I want, hey, I want to coach you, football. UVA, you're not a lacrosse guy now. <laughs> I Come like, that. I played okay. lacrosse, but I'm saying, like, there's nothing like it for him, and so, like, you tell me, you think with what what they got going on, how how far out
0: are they? They're not close. I think they're more in the conversation of rebuild. You, you, yeah, they're in a rebuild, but like they're one in five. They still you have go. the Bills twice, right? And you the tank. Dolphins and the Chargers. The crazy thing is, Chris, right before you came on, like they get the Jets week 18. Obviously, he was Jets coach for five minutes. Yeah. And that could be like with a top five, if not the number one pick, potentially, I don't think it's number one, but in the conversation or the all time loss record in the conversation, like it all comes full circle, potentially week 18 to the Jets. It's kind of, it's kind of poetic though. Yeah. I mean,
5: like, think about it, you know, Bill, you think of this guy who wants to do anything to win, like that's been well-documented. Would he lose to win? I I, I think he might already be losing to win. Like, and, and sometimes you don't have to coach to to lose. Like, it's just a bad setup. And some of the personnel decisions, like, you go to Vegas last year, not that the Chandler Jones thing is recent, and it's kind of just a coincidence, but he is the guy that beats you. And then this year you go, Josh McDaniels beat you again. And Jacoby Myers is catching touchdowns in the end zone. Like, the reminders are everywhere for New England. And I think for fans, they're like, What the hell happened? Um, It's crazy. But he's also smart and willing and savvy enough to, if they said, hey, we got to punt on this season and make it look like we're trying our very very best to win these games, which we are. They could be in a quick rebuild situation. Now, the question for Robert is, do I want to, is Gerard Mayo or somebody a better option, you know? Remind me, w- was Gerard an assistant when you were there or was he playing? I, no, no,
0: no, he wasn't there. No, Gerard
5: and I are in the same draft class. Uh, it's my dude, but uh, he's actually from Virginia as well. But like they've kept him around up there and not let him get out of the building. Right. I, I think, think he's he'd the be guy. a great head coach. Yeah, maybe I, a great head coach.
0: I think he's a guy. The question is, how do you do it? And, and I, you know, do you you mentioned the personnel? Is there a scenario and how would Bill react if Kraft came to him and said, look, you can coach, but we have to do something different with personnel, but then grow is his guy. Like, I, I
5: don't know how personnel has got to be better. Like yeah. that, that like if, 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 and I don't know that, that Matt is making a lot of decisions. You're talking about Matt Grow? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's bill. I, yeah, it's bill. So like at some point, you know, I think maybe the first thing that happens is like, Hey, we, we, we got to make some personnel decisions in a different way. And and this is all speculation. This is like me talking like Joe fan. I don't have any insight other than just having played there. Um, but you can't imagine if this is an honest try and they're trying to win right now, that this is like, oh, we're close. And that's how they feel. I don't think so. All right, we've
0: taken way too much of your time. Um, I mentioned Greenlight plug uh, plug rather the whole the whole podcast empire because you just launched something new, right?
5: Yeah, we got, a couple, we, we got a couple little shows that we're launching outside my show. But really, all you got to focus on is Greenlight Pod, type it into Apple Podcasts, type it into Spotify. We're on YouTube. We do a live show every Monday at 10 a.m. We got Diana Rossini joining us a lot of the weeks, um, talking about NFL insider type stuff. My brother uh, co-hosting with me at times. I've got a, a few guys that I play with uh, that are working here. You might enjoy it. Look us up. Always enjoy it. Always. From his... Thank you compound
0: in charlottesville chris long great to have you on man continued success talk to you soon
5: hey and one thing and one yes. thing rich eisen's the, might be the best guy in the booth that doesn't do it he's great uh, oh my gosh totally totally i'm not sucking you. up because he brings me on the show rich crushed it crushed it from london All as right. always clip this plays for
0: rich tomorrow yeah, yeah, he's absolutely. back tomorrow yeah he's great he's awesome so are you thanks Take chris care. appreciate thanks, it thanks guys See you, chris, chris long everybody um A, he's great. B, he was a great player. C, I, I was joking about the podcast Empire, but like he said, they are expanding. It's not just his show. He's bringing other people in under his umbrella. Um he has really done it the right way there. Uh not only as a former player, but just as a as a guy launching his own thing and expanding it. Um and he's great. Yeah. And he won two rings, one at the Patriots and one with the Eagles. Back to back years. Back to back years. Um we're kind of the opposite. I was born in Virginia, now live here forever. He was born here when dad was with the Raiders and has now lived in Virginia forever. Other than that, we have absolutely, you know,
5: other than that. <laughs> he's very
0: uh, tall. And, other than and like he's tall. Yeah. Crazily successful. I'm um, happy to be here. Hey. Hey. Have a donut. Have a donut. Yeah, oh, yeah. Coming up next, why the way in which Chris Brockman eats donuts... Leads us to believe he might be a serial killer. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) But who eats a donut like that? He does.
1: (laughs) It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least. Can you tell me the story, the famous story of you noticing John Candy in the crowd before,
2: <laughs> before that two-minute drill with the Bengals? Harris Barton was a, a people person, so yes. we were free for dinner during the week, but you know, practice and meetings and then come back after dinner and more meetings. So when he would come back from dinner, he was like a little kid. He could not wait to tell you about all the celebrities he saw while he was at dinner. <laughs> and so I had, we were just standing there, and in between the tight end, and um, his shoulder was uh, framed John Candy. And in so the crowd. It, he was on the sideline. Oh, he's on the sideline. And so I was, and I sat there, and I I looked, and I go, dang, I don't remember Harris saying he saw John Candy. This <laughs> <laughs> is so, what you're thinking in the Super Bowl with minutes to go, needing to, to drive yeah, down the field. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, so I walked over and said, hey, H, hey, man, there's John Candy. <laughs> And he Harris stood like this for eight minutes, per, perfectly still. He was a little bit anal that way. He would not move. He was like little. I didn't do it to unwind him. I just thought he would appreciate seeing John Candy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever meet Candy, or that was the only time? Yeah, you? no, I had met John a few years before that. Um, my contract was up, okay, and he was, you know, one of the owners of the Toronto Argonauts. Okay, he was trying to get me to go to Canada. Come on, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they just didn't have enough money. <laughs> <laughs> but if the price was right, you'd, you I might you'd have had him. Yeah, I might have been wearing an Argonaut you'd <laughs> have, Yeah, you'd have a fifty-five-yard line. You'd be like, I'll do that. So he legitimately said, you know, hey, you know. Yeah, we cup. had a couple meetings about. It. Yeah.
1: You did. So this yeah. is real,
2: like it. it It wasn't just like a, oh, by the way. No, 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 no. Wow. I love that.
0: Rich Eisen Show here. I am sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk. Hi, I'm Andrew. Rich is back tomorrow. This desk is furnished by Granger. It is lovely. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger has the right product for you. Call or click Grainger.com or just stop by. Thanks for looking for my credit card that I thought I left on this desk yesterday, guys. Oh, you did not find it. Uh, you did not find it. But I did when I got home late last night hey, in the couch oh, cushions oh, yeah. at my house. Your couch cushions. I texted these guys Friday night. Did I? Because remember when I took my my wallet out and uh, <laughs> I was trying to take my. my my lottery ticket and I ripped it there. I felt like maybe my my credit card fell out because I couldn't find my credit card when I got to Indiana. like, hey, oh my God, where'd I lose it? You log on. Have there been charges? I thought it was here. Um, Actually, real quick here. I thought I like left the card somewhere and someone picked it up and sent me like a taunting DM. (laughs) No, hear me out. So when I couldn't find it, I I, I was looking at my phone and I saw I had a DM from a stranger Mm. and it said... You don't carry a wallet? Question mark. Whoa! And I'm oh, jeez! Like, Whoa! Whoa! Does that mean you have my, my card? You have oh, my credit card? Or did you just watch the show? Log and on see. immediately, right? Right? It's not like you know, Lost Highway, David Lynch, where Robert Blake goes, "I'm in your house right now." But it was like one of those. <laughs> Robert Blake. <laughs> I and know. Great. and uh, so I log on. With. There, there are no charges here. Wait, wait, wait. like what's going on? So I DM'd the guy and said, like, what do you mean? Question mark. And I get back immediately. Go Phil's. Because they had just won the game. Go Phil's. <laughs> go Phil's. And I'm like, wait, what? Is this guy, guy trolling me now? <laughs> I mean, go Phils. And he says, he says, I was watching the show today, and you took. What did it again. I did it again. <laughs> wow, that was not planned. Wow, what a bit. What a plan. bit. Oh what a bit. This is now like <laughs> where, where the wow. part where I I <laughs> fall. I fall through the desk, right? Oh my god, I'm done. He goes, "I was <laughs> watching the show today and you took this out. You couldn't have it. I couldn't have planned it better." That was totally unplanned. <laughs> totally unplanned. Oh to god. to take out my lottery. Oh yeah, you took it out to show your lottery ticket. And so that's when he DM'd, and I had just seen it hours and hours oh, later. Oh, good, you don't man. carry a wallet. Sometimes <laughs> I have, like, a rubber band around this. I usually don't. The guy didn't steal my, my credit card. I found it. But it was one of those, like, whoa, what is this? Is oh, I this totally guy, thought he had it. Is this guy, did he pickpocket me at LAX? Right? And then I, I texted you guys. Hey, can you check the desk? Good. Anyway. Okay. Wow. Wow. That was totally Like there's a scene uh, on the the Pete Davidson SNL where uh, I can't remember the woman's name of the actress But she's great. She she fell through the desk the Granger desk of course had it shattered The Granger desk would never shatter but like I always wonder like when you plan those things What if the desk doesn't break right? (laughs) I just had the opposite didn't mean for my wallet to go flying again (laughs) 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 This time Okay, hey. uh, quarterback news. Doug Peterson, Peterson, Peterson just said that Trevor Lawrence is day to day with a knee. Didn't sound like it was bad, but didn't have an update. In a bone bruise, right? Oh. The Jacksonville Jaguars open up Week Seven in New Orleans. Orleans. Seventy nine hours from when we now talk to you in New Orleans against the Saints, the three and three Saints a big win yesterday, Jaguars 4-2, big win for them. So, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, keep an eye on that one. He has a knee. Also today, Kevin Stefanski, saying the same thing. Day-to-day, no update on Deshaun. The insiders, whichever insider you choose to get your information from on Sunday, kind of intimated that maybe Deshaun is back this week. Don't know. I spoke to Kevin Stefanski this past Friday, taping the, the coach's show interview that aired yesterday morning before kickoff. Uh, I couldn't get much more out of him. I asked the question, is he close? I want to say that I inferred that maybe from body language the answer was yes, but that would be, I think, my glass half full fanboy optimism and I don't know that I would trust that inference Browns are in Indy this week it might be PJ Walker Gardner Minshew other ones to keep an eye on today speaking of the Colts maybe some more insight today from Shane Steichen on Anthony Richardson he was at the Colts game yesterday in Jacksonville he had his arm in a sling the report over the weekend and late last week as well That Anthony Richardson may shut it down. He's already on IR. The question is, does he shut it down for season-ending surgery? He's already at a month. Whoa. Maybe a little bit longer. Does he shut it down? Keep an eye on that one. And then also, Justin Fields. Keep an eye on that one. And there's a lot at play here with the Bears quarterback. Listen, we, we know they got the win in Washington two weeks ago. Yesterday, back down to earth, they lose to the Vikings. Now they get the Raiders coming to town. Justin Fields had come off two really good games, one a win, one a loss. Yesterday was not a good game, and then he got hurt. Tried to fight through what sounds like a dislocated thumb, popped it back in, couldn't grip the ball, went to the tunnel with a, a towel over his hand so you couldn't see it there at Soldier Field. If he can't go, I'm just going to guess. Let's say he doesn't. Let's play hypothetical here. Sure. Bears get the Raiders this again. You get Tyson Bagent. At quarterback, Tyson Bagent, not Bagent, not Bagent, Tyson Bagent at quarterback, who rewrote the Division II record book at Shepard in West Virginia. Shepard is where he went to school. He had a chance late in his college career to transfer, get a D1 offer, go to Maryland in the transfer portal, but he would have been behind two. His brother likely wouldn't have played, stayed at Shepard, Got his way to the Senior Bowl. I'll be honest, he didn't have the best week at the Senior Bowl, but when he got into the game on Saturday, he played reasonably well. One of those guys, you know, I think he caught up to the speed moving up to Division One or FBS and then played reasonably well in the game. Bears got him in there, and the Bears thought enough of him or maybe didn't see enough from P.J. Walker to get rid of Walker at the end of camp and make Tyson Bagent the number two. P.J. a little bit bitter about that, eventually ended up with the Browns on their practice squad when they shipped Josh Dobbs to Arizona, and then P.J. did the deal yesterday. Now, I don't think the Bears would want P.J. Walker back, but the Browns might be in an interesting position here where they would have to sign P.J. Walker to the active roster to keep him away from a team like the Bears. And again, to be clear, I have no inside information the Bears want P.J. Walker back. I don't think that they would. But it might be Tyson Bajent for a little bit here for the Bears. Yeah, looking
3: at these uh, Shepard Rams mm-hmm. stats for Tyson. They had cool Baygent. helmets, the
0: Colorado State helmet. Yep.
3: Man, this guy is great. 17,000 career passing yards, 159 touchdowns, including 53 in 2021.
0: This dude lit it up. And his dad is, I'm not kidding, the greatest arm wrestler of all time. Not kidding. <laughs> not kidding. His dad is a trip. Wow. Matter of fact, I should have. Uh, this is this is me doing a bad job. You know, working together with you guys. We, we got to pull the NFL Plus clip from the Senior Bowl back in January. We'll get it for you. Where Tom Pellicero interviewed his dad down on the field during practice during the week, and his dad. Uh, is, so his dad is like a WWE character in the arm wrestling world.
4: He's a 19-time world. He's arm a 19-time yeah.
0: world. Wow. Champion. Crazy and as as TJ uh, to use a wrestling term, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys say a guy's got great mic skills, right?
4: Oh yeah, he's not. Nice okay, to to
0: Mike, I yeah. learned that from Michael Thompson, father of of Clay and Trace, uh, my former radio partner, who is like a 65 year old, 12 year old <laughs> who still watches. <laughs> I love Michael. Who still watches wrestling every single week. TJ, yeah, I and uh, TJ's dialed. He would always tell me about. Oh, but he's got great mic skills. I'm like, hold on. You're telling me it's not fake, but all you care about is his mic skills. But anyway, oh, I digress. Sheesh,
4: I got to sit you down. His, his brother, I'm sorry, his dad,
0: his dad grabs the mic and just undresses Tom Pellicero. And it was, I mean, Tom was such a great sport with it. I say undresses. He didn't embarrass him. It was all in good fun, but it was absolutely hysterical. And then, of course, he, he beat him. And then, like pointers, God. Anybody up there? You guys can come and get some of this as well. This guy is rocked
3: up. He's diesel. I'm watching this thing the NFL produced from, uh, let's see, March or whatever earlier this year.
0: He's crazy. You're right. He is a (laughs) wrestling character. Yes, but such a good dude. And part of me, and I didn't talk to Tyson about this specifically. Part of me kind of felt like, all right, are we? Is Dad stealing? His thunder here. Because we put his dad on TV because that's such an amazing character. I know he sure. loves his dad, right? But this was also the kids' big moment. Like yeah, he's at the senior bowl here as a as a division two, as an FCS quarter. Like I mean, from Shepard. It's cool. Yeah. Anyway, played reasonably well yesterday. Yeah, he had some turnovers. But it might be Tyson Bagent guy. Guys, girls, friends, Romans. <laughs> it might be Tyson Bagent. At quarterback. So keep an eye on that one. Do the Bears have to make a move? Nathan Peterman in the building? Peterman? Peterman. Peterman.
4: Tell you about Peter Peterman.
0: Peterman. Uh, but, yeah, there's wow. that as
3: well. But it's not like Bears fans want to win, right? Well,
0: that, that's kind of what I'm getting at. You know what I mean? What do you do? It, 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 guess who wants to win? Matt Eberflus. Right, everybody. To sure. keep his job.
3: Right, Ryan,
0: Ryan Poles, I mean, like you you got a new president yeah.
3: there, and Kevin Warren as well. But they're going to have a top three pick, whether it's their own or, or the Carolina's. Panthers. Yeah, they might have right. their own. They might have two in the top five. They might. And then what? And then what? Bears are in a good position, wouldn't
0: we say? Well, sure. Well, yeah, well a that, good position but, but for the future. Sure, not, for the future, not, not, this not for year. this group. Well, yeah, and what know. do you do with this group? Tyson Bajan is probably now your quarterback. The other thing, too, on the Carolina Panthers, and obviously the Bears own the Panthers pick, Frank Reich today just said that the play-calling duties that he is giving to offensive coordinator Thomas Brown, they are 0-6, said it was the plan all along. Like I told you, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, it's the bye week. (laughs) This was the plan all along. It is a fair question to ask in light of what frank reich last week about said about david tepper's hands-on management style did the owner tell frank reich that's it i don't like your plays anymore give it to thomas brown frank reich says not the case my decision this was the plan all along and and he is kind of right that he had said during the off season, at one point, I will give over play calling duties. However, zero and six by week, kind of, sorta, does it not feel just a bit weird? All right, let's go to the phones. Do we have time for the phone call? Let's do it real quick. All right, let's go. Eight four four two zero four. Rich Turzo and Iowa has been hanging around. All right, man, you're amazingly patient, buddy. <laughs>
6: Yeah, what's up, Andrew? Hey, first off, before I get to that Niners-Browns game, how does Brockman eat his donut? I'm really curious. Oh, I forgot. Oh.
0: Turzo, thank you, because, hey, I'm self-aware. I've been trying to self-analyze here. I need to do things better. And I said last week, the one thing I do <laughs> really poorly is paying off a tease, right? So here's how Brockman eats a donut. I brought in a box of donuts today. Brockman goes over there. And he won't take a full donut. Just take a donut and shove it in your face, buddy. I don't want to do that, though. Why? He cuts him, Terzo. And then he walks no. over there and, and he 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 walks back with a piece of a donut on a fork. And he's eating it. What? Like one might eat well, a piece of cheese I mean, off a, to quote off a charcuterie Cassandra, board.
3: How do you eat it? With your hands? Yes. <laughs> and, but then he leaves like, a
0: grown up. like portions of donuts over there. And then when the others, like us, or normal people that might walk into an office and see a box of donuts walk up, you look at a half-eaten donut. You don't <laughs> want to touch the half-eaten donut because you don't know. Like, did some psycho just take a bite out of it and leave it there? Or are your grummy hands? You don't do the grummy hands thing. You cut it. Thank okay, you. But, like, you, the other people don't know. About your donut etiquette, and they don't want to touch the other. Up- they don't want your donut scraps. Donut but scraps. But I, 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 I don't want.
3: I don't want a full donut. A donut. I don't want a full donut. I want to eat donut. I want to eat
0: quarters of different flavors. So you want to sample them all?
3: Yeah, I want a donut sample. So Broggan's a big
0: munchkin guy. So why don't you eat the munchkins? Thank yeah,
3: you. I'm going to be like the munchkin. I, I wasn't. Munchkins weren't
0: available to okay. me. Okay. I, I, there's a donut shop around the house, around the corner from my house, and, and, and I just walked in this morning and said, give me a dozen. You're doing Thank great. You. Okay, next time I'll get to the, the munchkins. You. Terzo, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
6: Uh, no, so, uh, Andrew, man, uh, I'm, I'm really proud of you for, uh, for that broadcast, dude. That, that must have been so awesome. Being we able to we do had, had a good time.
0: For, we had a great crew there who made my life easy.
6: easy. Man, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, very um, good. And I know you're you know, a Niner fan.
6: Yeah, and you know, I just hate leaving the game in a Michigan kicker's hands. You know, <laughs> like nice. Robbie Gold still sitting out there, and we, you know, we had to draft a kicker in the third round. Still not very happy with that, but you know, I'm I think I picked the Niners to have lost to uh, the Browns at the start of the season. Whenever I did my win loss for the show, um, when I saw Miles Garrett push over Trent Williams. One point in time, those two dudes are crazy good. And to see Miles Garrett do that, he was disturbing the whole game. Um, I about threw up whenever I saw Trey Williams get hurt. Thank God he came back in the game. But man, that was that was that was a battle.
0: Yeah, it was. And uh, you realize Jake Moody hadn't missed a kick before Sunday. He had gone the first yeah. five weeks of his NFL career without missing a kick of any kind field goal or extra point he did miss one earlier in the day and then he missed one and that is a a notoriously bad end zone to kick in the west end zone there in Cleveland the opposite side of the dog pan um and he just missed it he hit it it well right of the right upright and he pushed it to the right Denzel Ward also Terzo thanks for the call Denzel Ward almost blocked that you look at the replay again um I didn't necessarily see it I mean, I saw him screaming off the edge. I didn't realize how close he was until you see the replay. Denzel Ward was this close to blocking that ball. All right. Emmett Smith right around the corner. Also coming up. I'm gonna to try to dig up that that Tyson Bagent dad stuff. Cause it's awesome. All right. Andrew sitting in for Rich. Don't go anywhere.
1: on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
3: Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about...
1: Oh, go cut, off, yeah! Go out there with Rod. It's like the it's like the Ravens oh, oh, back tech, in the day. I'm, <laughs> I'm, <gonna, laughs> I'm gonna beat the double, down, no, double, double no, guys, I'm gonna oh, Just oh, put I'll high point it. I'm gonna high right. point, I'm right. point this. Okay. Here I go. I'm gonna high point this. Kurt Warner. You ready? He's gonna take you both there. This is gonna end bad. That's not even mic'd up. What is this? This is
2: gonna end bad. I'm ready. All right, go. Come on. He's going up. Ball be fine, man. Like. Did Did that just turn that, into an huh? interception. That's still the secret, right though. That, that was a snout, I'm not going to ring with these guys much longer. I, I go. forgot like Here we go. You got a record. Two minutes. They don't know what to do. So you, oh. gotta you, gotta you, you got to beat them both. You
6: got to beat the jam.
1: I'm going to beat off Woodson off the jam, and I'm going to hot point it over Ed Ray. That is what's going to happen here. I'm not going to jam. Here we go. We got to go. Oh, nice. Chicken bait. Whoa! You
3: did everything! Oh, you interfered. You were in a <laughs> that, <laughs> that was
1: interference! interference. No Stop was. On that no on one the, was interference! That On the so defense? Absolutely! How much time do <laughs> you <we> got? <love? laughs> on the defense? Alright, come minute. on! We gotta make this happen! That was a pass it again. interference! You to get it again? Hey, he took I, 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 I saw, know how I you got, This is amazing! Go with the quick out, Rich!
4: Uh-oh! He means business now!
1: Oh, now he's coming! Uh-oh! Uh-oh!
2: See, we're working! Oh! oh. Yes, 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 yes! Yes! Oh! That's
1: yeah, it! Coverage. That's Fantastic! No better coverage really two Hall of Famers. By the way. And I can say that. I'm the only host that lays out like <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> Normally I lay out for a sound bug, not a football. <laughs>
0: Emmett Smith coming up in about twenty minutes here on the Rich Eisen show. Yes. My name is Andrew, sitting in for Rich, who is back mañana. Had big news in the football world today. Huge. We're getting another gold medal. Everyone, actually, it was just announced this morning. We we as Americans are winning a bunch of more gold medals oh, coming up more. in Paris. Actually, I'd take it back. In L.A. in twenty eight, in twenty twenty eight, when the Olympics are here in Los Angeles. We are going to win a bunch of more medals. Why? Because it was announced today that Olympic sports in 2028 will include baseball. It's back. Bring back the 84 team. Mark McGuire, Scott Bankhead, Barry Larkin, Corey Snyder. Let's do it. (laughs) Softball. We are winning that one as well. Lacrosse. Eh, The Canadians might win that one. (laughs) Squash. I don't know. Maybe Italy? Maybe I don't know. Cricket? Probably not, no, us. not, not, us. not, Cricket. not us. But the headline here coming to the Olympics in 2028? Del Tufo, you got a drum roll? Nah. Okay, no drum roll. Just, he
5: just said it done.
0: Okay. Did Do you have but applause the, when I announce the, what's coming yeah, in 2028? Hold on, hold
5: on, hold on. Okay.
6: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yep. I'm good. Zzz. Flag football. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: In all seriousness, this has been a big push for the NFL. Huge flag initiative here at the youth level. It's a safer way to get into the sport. Certainly flag is taking off all over the country. This is huge for the football community, for the international growth in football as well. Our football, American football, the football that we love. This is huge. And I'll I'll say it right now. I believe that we will win. I can feel it. I believe that we will win.
3: I believe that we will win. Okay? I I agree with you. I
0: mean. But here's what I want to do. Kind of like the dolphins playing with their food yesterday. (laughs) I want to field a team that doesn't include NFL players. Oh, Tyreek Hill says he's already wa- he already wants to play. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no Ty- kidding.
4: <laughs> Tyreek Ty- Ty- <laughs> Ty- like yeah, like
0: the old NFL stream. Remember that video game back in the day Oh, the Sega Dreamcast? Oh, yeah. All right. He could play every position, but and we'd be fine. He could throw now. it to himself. He could throw it and then like run a, 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 and catch it like Mister Perfect. But let's go with the gold with other athletes from other sports. Let's get Kevin Durant to play flag. Yes. That let's let's talented. do that. Brockman, you said let's get Aaron Judge to play flag. Why can't he
3: be the lineman or like a tight end? Who's stopping that guy? Let's do it. Let's win it that way. Way more fun. Way more fun. Remember when LeBron James and Kevin Durant had like a flag football championship game with each other? right? right. Uh, Like some indoor facility. That was awesome. Let's get something like
4: the NBA players. Else can I, I think NBA players would be the
0: best. Let's build a flag team. TJ, who do you want on the flag okay, team? So we're
4: thinking 2028. So that's 2028. Five years from down now. The road. Five years from now. So, I mean, uh, t- let's see. Who's so uberly athletic? It would have to be an NBA pl- person. So, uh, NBA players, I think, are the most athletic. NBA, right? Without question. Um, you know who I'd like to see ru- run some routes? John Morant. What about, jo- what about jump balls to like Joel that. Embiid on the goal line? Sure. Well, again, you're talking now. He's like 38, 30. No, it's 36. fine. Six. Joel Embiid uh, at five years from now. How old is he right now? I think he's. He'll be 30. I don't
3: know. I don't know how old Joel Embiid. That's why I'm asking you. This. Well, I mean, but
0: we need people from all over. Like you, you mentioned, Aaron Judge. Like give me Royce Lewis or something like what was that. He it, to, runner, do,
3: to do what? Sure. Run. Could Why run? not? You could run. Why not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> have him run around.
4: A people. You pick the smallest athlete. I want exactly. to win. I want to run.
0: I want to win the flag football can... championship with some with a team full of players that are not football players. We've all played football in the backyard. I like it. Right? I like it. Well, have our turkey bowl. Right? Turkey bowl. <laughs> turkey bowl. <laughs> so let's get a great collection of American athletes. And go win. TJ, you may
3: not know his name right now, but you will five years from now. How about Cooper Flagg? Oh, Cooper Flagg, <laughs> okay. Flag.
4: okay. i say, you know, a guy who Cooper made a Flag. kind of a, a bold statement about whether or not American championships are really world championships. Oh, Noah Lyles, the track and Noah field Lyles. Let's put be him out there on the field, like, yeah. and that way he can continue his world championship. Absolutely. Training, and, and Who's going to cover him, by I, the
0: way? I, I did, uh, as mentioned, did Ohio State Purdue on Peacock with an amazing crew in West Lafayette on Saturday. And Lewis Johnson, obviously. Okay. Um, you know, track and field legend Lewis Johnson and, and, and a pillar of NBC's track and field broadcasting and Olympics broadcasting for years. We were in the car on the way there talking about the great Mr. Lyles. How about that? Bring it on.
3: I'd like that. TJ, in, in your vein, uh, he's the currently highest-ranked American in the high jump. Ju- Javon Harrison, do it. Bring him in. Let's get O-tani. him in there for some Put jump. Hotani, Japanese. Oh, I know, well, we I know. want American I know. Player. Mike, I know. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's he's play, said, he can play for Japan. Thank you for someone trying that. He's right, fresh, play for France. Friends. Yeah. Play for team France. Yeah.
3: Scoot. I want, we want Scoot, will, scoot the, out there. Will the
0: French scoot. field a flag football team in 2028 Scoot's in LA. built like a football
4: yeah, Scoot players. already looks so like scoot. a man. Let's yes. get him out there. I like that.
0: I'm um, all in. And for those of you that want to go flag football, you know what? Go back to your lawn and stay there. And then you can yell at <laughs> us to get off it if you want. Flag football. Bring it on. Let's it's go. fun. And as a baseball fan, we're all baseball fans. Yeah, baseball, L.A., 2028, it feels right. It's going to be cool. It's going to be great. Dodger Stadium Olympic Games? Right.
3: Oh, how I'll, cool is that? I will be there. I will
0: be there. I will be there. <laughs> will be there. Absolutely. to be awesome. To quote Tina Fey, I want to go to there. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Yeah. I will be there. <laughs> Come up next hour, Justin Fields update. Also, Coming up next hour, Hall of Famer Emmett Smith. <laughs> what does he think of the Cowboys today in L.A. against the Chargers? On the Roku here, though, I'll tell you, we players. do have a Justin Fields update. Matt Eberflus, the F- Flus, as they call him. Matt Eberflus says that Justin Fields is doubtful this week with a dislocated thumb, but doesn't have a timetable. It really comes down to grip strength. Justin Fields couldn't grip the football yesterday. That's why Tyson Bagent had to be the guy. So also right guard, Nate Davis for the bears has a high ankle sprain. He's out this week. He's week to week. So there aren't we all aren't we all
3: I feel like a dislocated thumb hurts. You, you, never, you never had it. Never had think it? I Feel like that hurts.
0: Josh McDaniels says also being told that they quote unquote dodged a bullet with Jimmy Garoppolo's injury says that it's probably better than it appeared yesterday but no real update on whether or not he will play this week because that is what Josh McDaniels does and that is what most coaches will do on a Monday Um, unless it is a severed limb joking aside they are not going to tell you that they are definitely out on Monday everyone is day to day everybody is week to week as NFL coaches will always remind you, I don't have to give you a definitive answer on anything until Wednesday at the earliest. That is when the league mandates that I file an injury report. Flu says, by the way, um, no word yet on surgery, but they'll know by the end of the week on Justin Fields Thumb.